0: Thank you for joining us today. We trust that you'll be blessed as you listen to this message. Sit back, relax, and indeed open up your heart and your spirit because we believe there's a word that's coming out for you that will touch your situation just as you need it. God bless you. Amen. Praise God. Um, We thank God because we know for sure that the home church as a tool or as a source or as an avenue is something that was of God and is scriptural. And it was actually born so that you and I can really be beneficiaries and we can be blessed and also be a blessing unto others. And so we thank God because on this day that we set apart, even to um, discover and revisit how we can glean from each other or be a blessing to one another, we trust God that the need of committed member of a home church shall truly be rebirthed in us in Jesus' name. There's not only just one way of being blessed. We need to access and tap into all the ways that God has for us. Praise God. Two passages of scripture I'm going to read very quickly. Psalm 133. And then you can also prepare to um, open to Romans 12, verse 9 to 16. Psalm 133 and then Romans 12, verse 9. I read Psalm 133 from the NKJV version. Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. Um, Just to help us, if you are reading from NLT version, you will see, I didn't say it changed to humility, I'm just saying it to people. If you go back and read from NLC version, you will realize that the word unity there is actually harmony. So we as harmonites, we are truly blessed Our name indeed is engrafted in that scripture. Behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in harmony. May we continually dwell together in harmony in Jesus' name. One of the ways to truly dwell together in harmony, in unity, in oneness, is to really be rooted and grounded in a home church. As we are right now, yes we are together, yes we are one, but really brother A at the end here cannot say they really know what sister A at the other end is doing. You just know them, you say hello to them, and then we share the love of God afar off, and then we all live, except those who fully, perhaps, may be close to each other. Verse 2 says, it is like the precious oil upon the head, running down on the beard, the beard of Aaron, running on the edge of his garments. It is like the dew of Hermon, descending upon the mountains of Zion, for there the Lord commanded his blessing, life forevermore. Amen. Earlier on, we had the testimonies in the uh, of real-life people that they shared of how God commanded his blessing, even in their home churches, and by the grace of God, they were able to go out, even into the workplace, to the field, and God blessed them, and those are real things that happen, because when we dwell together in unity, God comes upon us, and indeed, he does his wonders. May the Lord do his wonders in your life in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. We serve a true and a living God. Quickly, I'll flip over to Romans chapter 12, verse 9. The subsection of my Bible says, behave like a Christian. May I say to us that dare I submit unto us boldly, that for us to truly live the life of a true Christian, indeed, belonging to a home church will make us to do so. Because you can come to church and just be yourself, just go and come, don't disturb anybody, don't let anybody disturb you, smile, sing, dance, receive the blessing, convert the blessing, sit on the blessing, and be yourself. But in a home church, that is where you need to interact, where you need to meet one-on-one, where you need to get to know more people. Verse 9 says, let love be without healing hypocrisy. Abhor what is evil. Hate it to the core. It's not necessary for us to allow uh, bitterness and negativity to be spread in our midst. In the home church, you cannot entertain evil because 10, 15, 12 of us are there, we need to be able to interact. Cling to what is good. May the grace to cling to what is good be our portion in Jesus' name. As you're reading this and as you're hearing it, just picture yourself. Even if you've never been in a home church before, picture yourself in a small setting and see how it applies to it. Be kindly affectionate to one another with brotherly love. You cannot be in a home church. You cannot be in a small gathering that you go in and come out every day and without actually reaching out to one another. You don't have to give a big gift, but you can just give a kind word. You can just say something that will encourage them. Be kindly affectionate to one another with brotherly in honor, giving preference to one another. When we have about five seats there and there's about seven of us, we need to realize that maybe the younger ones will sit on the floor. We do it together in love. It doesn't take us. It doesn't diminish us. We need to learn to realize that as we do this together in love, God will be glorified in Jesus' name. Not lagging in diligence, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, Continues steadfastly in prayer, distributing to the needs of the saints and giving to hospitality. That's one thing that you cannot do without in the home church. You realize that, you know, whatever it is, like even in the drama, after the home church has been done and, you know, we meet together, it's over breaking of bread, over sharing, that we begin to talk more and begin to relate to one another more. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not cause Rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. We heard in the drama about how someone that didn't know they were going to be celebrating their 40th birthday, but the home church celebrates. These are real life things. The family, even in the home church, sometimes is much more stronger than your natural family because the blood of Jesus is what connects us together. And that cord is that which the enemy cannot break in Jesus' name. Verse 16 says, be of the same mind towards one another. Do not set your mind on high things, but associate with the humble. Do not be wise in your own opinion. Praise God. From these scriptures that we've read today, I'm going to be sharing with us very, very quickly on what we've titled The Beauty of Unity. It's important for us to know that on this day that we are revisiting home church and seeing the importance of it in our lives, it means there is a need for us to come together more as one. Just imagine, some of us have been coming to church for years. Thank God for someone like Sister Susan who spoke. Then since she's joined the church, immediately she joined the home church and she could see the benefit. Had it been? Just imagine that for those five years, all she was doing was just coming to church and going, maybe belong to a department, be there or not there. What was not lost is what she'll be looking for the business she was talking about, it was introduced to her by somebody. Right there also in the midst. Those are the things that God could do, but she would not have been able to get the full benefit of being a member of this church. The home church is the avenue that we've set up for welfare, for caring, for reaching out, for hospitality, for love, for fellowship, for everything because at the home church level, there you know each other more and more. You interact with each other and you begin to see the benefit of having a sister and a brother in Christ. Not a sister or a brother that you see afar of, but that which you have true interaction with. I want us to know that with this home church that we are revisiting today, I believe God and I trust God. That many of us, some of us have been members of home church before, but like it was said in the drama, either something happened, one, one stepped on the other, and one stepped on the other one, and because of that, we took off. But you know, the truth of the matter is, sometimes when you're about to get to your blessing, the enemy will put something in your path. You know, I always say to people, how many of us have a tongue? How many of us have teeth? And we thank God that when, sometimes when you're eating what is best, when you're eating what you're mostly enjoying, that is when the top molar, your lower molar, will crunch on your tongue. Now, can you say to the tongue, get thee out of my mouth, O tongue? Because if you say to the tongue to get thee out of your mouth, you become an abnormal person. People will see you and they will run away. But it is even that same set of mullahs that you keep using to rub that tongue until the healing occurs. So perish the thought. Let's know that there is no how when we are in a small gathering, when we are where God has called us to interact, to relate, to be together, One can step on one other's toe, but it does not diminish or stop us from getting the best of God. We need to be sensitive, just like we read in Romans chapter 12. We need to behave like true Christians and realize what is the bigger picture behind what is occurring now. Because your sister or your brother is actually not your enemy. The enemy they were fighting is bigger and greater than what we are seeing locally. Praise the Lord. And submit to us that I has not seen, ear has not heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man, that which God has planned to do for each and every one of us. As we attend and partake of the home church, greater things shall happen. Greater testimony shall occur. People shall come here and testify of the things numerous and outstanding notable testimonies of what God is doing in and through us in the mighty name of Jesus. God indeed has gone ahead of us. Let us receive it and let us embrace it. Some of us who have dropped the button pick up that button today. Some of us who have never attended before begin to say I'm going to be part of this and God indeed will come to each and every one of us at the point of our need in Jesus name. I've got a few points here on those benefits about being a member of the home church and what you can gain. The first one is the home church is a place of love and fellowship. There is no holding back. Galatians chapter 3 verse 28 tells us that there is no Jew, there is no Greek. There's no black, there's no white. There's no I come from a tribe or I come from a different tribe. Each and every one of us, the blood of Jesus is what binds us together and when we are there we walk together even in the understanding of that blood of Jesus and we fight the battle and we win together in Jesus' name. It's important for us to know that there's no slave or free. There's no person that, oh I'm the highest or I'm the lowest. When we come together, we are there together as one and we're reaching out and we're helping each other and God is working on the inside of us and that is what the home church is for. A place of love and fellowship and no holding back. Number two, the home church is a place you don't wear a mask. You do not wear a mask. You are yourself. Acts chapter 2 verse 44 talks about all who believe they were together. You know when we come to church, sometimes because it's a Sunday-Sunday affair we have the feeling, oh in fact, today I don't feel like going to church. Why? I don't feel like it. I just want to stay at home. I, I'm, I, you know, I'll just stay at home and watch online. I'm, I'm not feeling good, I'm not feeling fine. If you brace it up and you come and you've put the wig on, whether it's the Brazilian or the Mongolian and the men have actually done the shaving, the women have put the powder, you've put the clothes on, nobody knows what you're going through. But in a home church, you go there just as you are. You go there as a child of God and you are reached out to and you reach out to someone. Someone may just see you there and just wonder, "Ah, is everything okay with you today? You're able to say to them, well... By the grace of God, I'm holding on. I'm trusting God. And then the brethren that are there with you will strengthen you. But you come to church like this. You put on an appearance. You put on a mask. You make it look like everything is absolutely okay. You may even end up now feeling worse because somebody said to you, you're not smiling, you know, because they don't know you. They don't know what you're going through. But a home church sister or brother knows you. They know this is not your countenance. This is not how you normally are. You are yourself, and through that, the Lord will minister to you. Please, let us know. The home church has benefits for us because you do not need to wear a mask. The home church started in the Acts of Apostles. And you realize that each time that they met from house to house and were breaking bread, the church was growing. They were increasing. They shared things together. They had things in common. No one held back. That is what we are saying. By the grace of God, the home churches in this church shall become the acts of apostle home churches in Jesus' name. We believe, God, that there's nothing that God cannot do as long as we set our heart to it. Just imagine. That we have 30 home churches that are thriving, that are living according to this word. Can you imagine when we now gather together, the work is already done. The peace is there. The joy is there. The testimony is there. Everybody knows that they have come even together to share of what God has done. And they are ready to tell others of the goodness of God. Not that we are all just coming and thinking, I need to be wound up. Because, you know, after you've heard the word on Sunday, you go in the course of, maybe even the Monday after you've heard that word that something strikes, something challenges the word. By the time it came to Monday, that word is shaking and it's shaking you in your core. It may be in the reports from the doctor, it may be at your workplace, it may be your finances, whatever, it may be upon your children, whatever it is that may be shaking you. I say to you, by the time you sit with your brother your sister and you pray and you stand together, that indeed God will strengthen you and turn it around for good in Jesus' name. It's important for us to realize that the going to a home church is a place where you can be yourself and the lord indeed will honor his word in jesus name next point i've got here is a place of discovering our gifts and utilizing them romans chapter 12 verse 12 talks about the facts that the christians they were continuously steadfastly in prayer you can be called upon just like in that drama to share a word of prayer Some of us, we are Christians, we've been coming to church, we grew up, but we've never actually had the opportunity to say other prayer, any other prayer, other than our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth. But in a home church, you will have to pray the way you know to pray. Just pray from your heart, speak to God. You know, you'll be moved if you love somebody that you've grown used to. And they tell you the person is in the hospital. Even if all you can say is, Lord, please touch my sister. Please heal her. You will realize your gifts to pray and the ability to pray begins to be developed. When you know that you can also be called upon to teach, to share the word. Nobody's going to make fun of you. Everybody's there to learn and you will be supported. You realize those gifts come. Sometimes you don't even know the gifts you have. Until you use them. When you go to the home church. Someone will say wow. The way you share that scripture. God puts gifts on the inside of every one of us. And many people carry gifts that they do not know. Because you don't see yourself. Other people will see you. Other people will hear you. And may your gifts be a nest in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. The next point I've got here. A place where the word is shared at all levels. We said that in the video. The children can come there. And they can also be blessed. Psalm 133 verse 2 was telling us that it's like the precious oil upon the head of Aaron running down to his garments. The word is broken down to everyone at every level. So it's not like, oh, it's a too high anointing. Like in a church like this, we can't, some of us may already have questions. Excuse me, I've got a question. We may not be able to answer it. But in a home church, the question will be answered and it will be broken down. And each and every one of us, indeed, we will be blessed. Next point I've got here. The home church is a place that provides opportunity for practical growth as a Christian. What do I mean? That's not necessarily speaking the word or teaching the word or pray. Practical growth. Some of us, we don't know how to relate to other people. Social skills are very important. Somebody is feeling down or somebody is feeling low. How to relate to them? Some of us, it's even in that home church that we begin to know. Romans 12, verse 14 to 16 that we read earlier on, say, Bless, do not cause. Mourn with those who mourn. Do not be wise in your own opinion. You can't see somebody who's just lost their mom or lost their dad and, you know, just say, I'm cherub, brother chair, it doesn't matter, those things, you know, I've been there too, because you begin to realize that the practicality of what that person is going through, there is a need for you to do something even to encourage them. And as you do that, God himself will bless you. That same practical growth can be transferred even to your workplace. That same practical growth can be transferred even to the school. Some of the young ones, the children, I know they're in the G squad at the moment. Those who attend the um, church, I am telling you, there is so sub surprising how they develop practical skills which they can use to empathize to understand to reach out to be a blessing unto other people so please I also encourage us let us bring our children even to the home churches because it will bless them as well it's in the home church that we can talk about things and let them know how to talk about there's so much out there about different beliefs about different understanding of how sexuality ought to be. When we don't sit down and talk to them at a level they can understand, they go out there and they begin to say, oh, you're co- your curse, you're going to hell. Because all they know is what they have heard over the pulpit or something. But when you sit down with them, you are able to tell them, show love to them, show love to those ones that you are reaching out to and let them be drawn to the love of Jesus in you. Practical growth comes even from being a member of the home church. Praise the Lord. God is good. The home church is a place where you're celebrated. We've mentioned that earlier on. And it's important, it's amazing that some of us do not realize, because we have people around us. Like Pastor was saying, um, I think it was last week or a couple of weeks ago. He was talking about, whilst everybody is celebrating, there's somebody who's actually not feeling that celebration. They perhaps are in pain they perhaps are mourning they perhaps have emotional needs or trauma that is affecting them but You know, you may see somebody who is due to have a celebration, but they feel they do not even want it. The home church members can be the one that will make such a person know that we are here, we are your family, and we're here for you. I don't know about you, that there are people who their biological, natural, extended family. My goodness, by the time you're going to go through it, some of them are people that they are running away from. They see the number, they do not want to pick it because they know that such people or such persons do not even have the love of Christ one dime. And everything that they say is going to be all negative and all things that will make them down. But when they know that this is my brother and my sister in Christ, and whatever is saying indeed is meant to do me good. We have seen marriages, that it is the home church that stood and made those marriages even to be celebrated. We have seen people who indeed felt that, ah, at this time of loss of my parents, who will be there for me? And the home church rules and the home church supported. Those are the things that we say you will be celebrated even in the home church. And it's important that you be part of that. Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. Two more things I want to say. The home church is a, pray, is a place where you pray collectively and share your testimonies. We've heard that a lot today. Testimonies bless. Testimonies transform. Because the Bible tells us in Revelation chapter twelve eleven that they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimonies. Many people say, "Oh, I want to come and share my testimony." They are not allowing me. The home church is where we have provided that forum. If you choose in the home church that night that all you're going to do is share testimonies, it is available an opportunity for you to do so. Because there are times we may have the guide, but we are not stuck by the guide. We are not rigid about the guide. We go as the Spirit of God is leading us to do. And you can share those testimonies and it will bless somebody else that is coming in there. So it's important that we know that in the home church, it is a ground for testimonies. And I believe God by the special grace of God that our home churches shall be full of testimonies in Jesus' name. In every house where the home church is, it shall be a house of blessing. Only the sound of joy and rejoicing shall perpetually be heard there in Jesus' name. Another thing, another benefit of the home church is so winning. You know, sometimes many of us are scared when we say we should go evangelizing. I don't know what to say. But when you do it collectively, when you do it as a group, when you do it in the safety of, of the company of your brother and your sister, you realize it's easier. You know, you can talk to a brother a sister, invite them to the home church, make them sit down, make them enjoy the word. And you yourself, you'll be shocked at how what you're sharing with them would help them to become rooted. Praise the Lord. The home church is a place of sharing where needs are met. Physical support is received. Romans 12, 13 tells us, Distributing to the needs of the saints and given to hospitality. There are many things that you can be personally going through, whether it is a health challenge, whether it is a marital problem, whether it is something that you can't even share with anyone, but you have been struggling to lift it and to deal with it all on your own in the home church. Because of the help of your brother or your sister, by the time they put hands together with you, that problem becomes resolved. That mountain becomes broken down. That mountain becomes flattened and that valley becomes filled up. If you can come up, please, I'm all with that ball. Thank you so much. Maybe if you stand facing the congregation. As he is looking at the ball, you saw him carry the ball and bring it here. I'm going to challenge him now to lift up this ball Just with one hand. There are rules for this. You cannot put your leg to support. Just one hand. That hand must lift it up. No pinching, no squeezing. Just as you carried it nicely with two hands. Just use one hand blessed hand. One project management, Imole. One intelligence, Imole. One Imole that is full of wisdom. Lift that boy. It's not heavy. Just lift it up. It's so light. I say lift it up. You're not you're not lifting this thing. You're not doing it enough. I want somebody who is a bit more. Ah, Jeremy, come here. Come here. He's much younger. You are old school. Old school. Please, everybody clap for Jeremy. Let him come. Let him come. He will lift up this ball with one hand. I can guarantee you. Because he has that zeal in him. He has the Young son, please lift up that ball with one hand. Only one hand. Don't support your foot there. Just use one hand with all the intelligence. With all the. I I said, lift up the ball. Can you not lift it up? You can put your hand underneath and lift it up. Uh But don't say, lift it up. Uh You lifted it up. You know, that's why I called him. You lifted it up. But as you lifted it up, you struggled. Now drop the ball again. Now use both hands to lift it up. What is the difference between lifting up with one hand and lifting up with two? Was the ball that heavy? Was the ball that difficult? Was it a major thing to lift up? Now, between lifting up with one hand and two hands, which one was easier? Two hands. Now the two hands. One hand from him is Jeremy, is you that belongs to the home church. But you are a member of the home church. But as you call on your brother and your sister, that which looks slippery, that looks difficult, that looks unachievable to do, you join hands together and you lift it up. Now lift up with both hands again. Now as you lift up with both hands, transfer it to just one hand and lift it high up. Now he's joined the sister and brother in the home church to help him to lift it up. Now he's shining. Everybody's looking at him. And they think it is his strength that made him to live. Those are the things and the benefits you get from being a member of the home church. Because your brother will stand with you. Your sister will stand with you. And when the victory and when the testimony is being shared, people think it is you. But be careful to give God all the glory. Thank you. You may be seated. Because those are the things that we need to understand. Oh, very quickly, because of time, I want to just take one more point and share a testimony. A really live testimony that I know that has helped Because it's important for us to know, consequently, because of all this oneness, unity, growth, love, fellowship, that it's it's possible for us to enjoy all of this. And the Bible tells us in Psalm one hundred and thirty-three, verse 3, there God commands his blessing. Imagine 50 home churches where God is commanding his blessing. Not just when we gather here. Because when we gather here, God commands his blessing, all right? But the truth of the matter is sometimes some of us are not connected. Why are we not connected? Because we've come with too much a heavy heart. And you know when you talk, when you speak, that problem is already, what, half solved. Some people are battling between hearing the word and battling with what is going on in the head as I'm speaking right now. It's difficult to really embrace that word and receive it and know that that problem is resolved. But God commands his blessing. As a sister speaks, it can even be a little child. I said a testimony once in one of the churches. I said there was a sister way back when I was in Eastern, and she was being tortured by her mom to pray at midnight with some prophets because she was trusting god for the fruit of the womb she was torn between listening to her mother or listening to what the word of god is saying after all sorts of counseling because one of the things in counseling you can't say to somebody do this so i said to so her, what do you think you should do she, ah, she doesn't she's not at peace but her mom says 12 midnight she must be on the phone because it was going to be into the new year so instead of her being in church, she'd have been on the phone to the prophet who was going to say certain things to her so that she can get pregnant and that fruit of the womb. But in the end, she made the choice not to do it. I actually said to her, fast and pray, and then let's see how things are. Do you know, after that, barely a week, a small girl, young little girl, said to her, Auntie, that's what you're going to do. Better don't do it. I'm telling you to God who made me. And it was like a small girl of about five years old. And the mom was like, what's she saying? What she saying? Slapping little girl. I said, don't slap her. Don't slap her. God has spoken to me through her. There are ways that God will speak to you. Don't despise the vessel that God is using to bring an answer to you. And on this closing note, I want to share a real testimony again of somebody who through the home church way back when we were in Eastern, A sister who was brought to this country by her brother, In the African culture, everybody calls everybody brother and sister, but it's actually her cousin. Now, this young lady had lost the mom, and so the brother was called upon to please take the sister to England, and that when she gets there, so that at least to better her lot, because she's the firstborn, so that she can help the siblings to get better. So the lady was brought to England and was living with the brother and the sister-in-law. But lo and behold, this brother felt he was doing good, by bringing his own sister to this country. But you know what happened? The sister-in-law, as far as she's concerned, felt that a house help had been bought for her. So husband and wife, another reason for understanding the mission and the purpose of what we're doing. So as far as she's concerned, this is a house help. So everything in the house had to be done by this house help, including picking the children that she has for school run. Now, along the line, This young lady who got grace and intelligence to study was registered in a top-notch college of medicine in Southeast. And you know what? The instruction the sister-in-law left is any time primary school run finishes around 3 p.m. So she has to come from Southeast to pick the children. Whether she has lectures, whether she doesn't have lectures, she has to come to this area to pick the children from school. If you're going to leave Southeast, it means around 1.30 you're living here, so she always just had lectures till only midday. So it came to a point that they always kept saying, you know, they're not sure whether she continue this course or whether they would throw her out. Anyway, you do the exam. Exam time came. Would she walk out of an exam hall huh? because she has to do school run? She now shared this problem with the home church people. Thank God for the home church. And as she did so. The home church decided they took it upon themselves Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, to do the school run on her behalf. Talk about what the benefits of being a member of a home church can do. And you know, we don't know tomorrow. All we know is we can see for today, except the Lord reveals to you. To the glory of God, she's fully qualified. You can say, these are family members now. Why do family members do things like that? There are some family members that are worse. For you to be related to than your brother and sister in Christ. When you are in Christ, he makes the difference. That's the value of belonging to a home church. The Lord bless you all. God bless you. It's often said good things come to an end. We hope that you've been blessed today but if there's anything whatsoever that you really want to follow up or need clarification about, please do contact us. There are counsellors and there are people to listen to you. We look forward to hearing from you. Until next time, God bless you.